All right, Ambush, today I am very excited to be diving behind a debut single with a brand new rock band. And if you know me, you know I'm a big fan of some classic metal and a whole lot of that 90s, that 2000s rock sound. And this band, whew, they're melding all of that together. Oh, and I'm very excited because it sounds fantastic. Today we are diving behind... 90 foot stone with austin cole how's it going today austin fantastic thanks so much for having me Ooh, i'm very excited to have you like i said i am loving the sound on this new single here out of my head but of course i would love to lay a little bit of a foundation for the listener before we jump straight into the actual single itself if that's okay with you absolutely all right, all right. So, of course, from doing a little bit of my research here, you were actually taking some time to pursue a different love, the love of the outdoors over the last couple of years. But while doing so, you were also taking the time to write. So after six years of writing and honing your craft and preparing, what was the decision to f- that finally it was time to pursue and actually create and release this music out into the world? Well, the whole process sort of started um, when I met my producer, Brian Moncars, and we had, I went to him with no expectations. I had some ideas, some, some, some stuff that I thought was good enough uh, to bring to him, and he was excited about it. We both sort of went back and forth, bouncing ideas off each other, and we just sort of started to, to actually track this stuff and make it happen. Um, he started to bring in some awesome musicians. He got Duncan and Jason from Our Lady Peace. Taylor from Leaker came on a little later on. And like I said, there was no expectation for anything. We just wanted to make stuff that sounded good. And it got to a point where we were all like, this sounds really, really cool. Uh, I, you know, we should probably release it. It's, it's too good to, to sit on it and not do anything. So the whole thing has been an evolution. There was no expectation. There was no plan for how this was going to go. It was just having fun making music and then deciding hey this is really good let's let's put it out there and see what happens okay so you were just sort of putting it all together making sure that everything was good and then suddenly you had this track that you were just so proud of that you know what we need to do something with this yeah absolutely that's exactly it okay okay so before i jump into the uh, talented roster of musicians that helped you to bring this song to life. You mentioned the talented Brian Moncars. So what exactly did uh, Brian add to this track? What did he sort of, uh, what lessons maybe did you learn from him? Brian, in in a way, is responsible for a lot of this, Uh, you know, not just in production, but he's quarterback this project. He's the one who brought in the musicians and had this vision of what 90 foot stone is now. And he was, you know, every decision really was on his back. And I wasn't going to say no based on his suggestions. You know, hey, do you want Duncan and Jason from OLP? I was like, of course, I'm not going to say no to that. Um, So I, I have learned a ton from from Brian. We've been working together for a few years now. And not just on this song, but all of them. I mean, he's he's really developed my my craft as a, as a songwriter, and it, it's been a, a huge learning experience for me. Everything I do now, I really I, I owe to him. Mm, 
Okay, so he not only helped you with making sure that everything sound good, he also brought in the talent too. And like you mentioned, why would you say no to having members of Our Lady Peace, of Bleaker, of The Trues when you're making a rock project? Because these are bands who helped to create so much of Canada's rock history. Yeah, absolutely. And in this song in particular, too, I mean, Brian actually co-wrote uh, some of the stuff on here. There's a keyboard line in there that was him. So he's really involved in the project more than just the production level. And uh, it's just been a lot of fun working together and, and doing all this with with everybody. OK, so when exactly did you get to record this track and what was the process like? Did you actually get a go inside the studio with Brian and some of these musicians? Was it a lot of sending files back and forth. What was that like? So this song in particular was done last winter in the middle of a lockdown out here. So in the past, we had done songs that are currently unreleased, but will be at some point where we were in studio, uh, Brian and the guys from OLP, we were all together doing it and, and, and tracking stuff together. With this song, we had to do it remotely. We didn't really have a choice. The studio that that Brian works at was closed and it just made sense. So it wasn't an issue. We looked at it as an opportunity. We thought it was going to be a fun challenge to be able to do something like that and record everything remotely. I mean, everyone did their part from their home studio. It was different. It wasn't it wasn't bad. I th- I think I preferred being in studio and having that face-to-face interaction. I think you miss a little bit. Uh, there's some small things you don't get when you do it remotely, but it was a fun challenge. And this, like I said, this entire song was done completely remotely. Everyone tracked their own thing from their home studio, sent it to Brian, and he pulled it all together. And it was a lot of back and forth, too, because it's different when you're in the studio with someone. They can say, that doesn't work. You need to change that. When you're doing it remotely, it's a lot of sending something, waiting, them getting back to you and say, okay, this needs to change. Uh, So it was different, but it, it was a lot of fun. But this song in particular, I think, is really cool that how different it is from the others and that it was done remotely. It makes it unique. Mm-hmm. It's I uh, love how you mentioned the challenges there of where it does give you that difficulty of not only just waiting for people to respond and maybe say what they think about something, but also if trying to explain things too, right? Because tone is so hard to take within text and it can be difficult because when you're inside the studio, you can actually like sort of give an idea of, oh, well, what if we make it sound like this? rather than this but it's like to say that over an email is incredibly difficult absolutely yeah no there's it's a lot of small things it's a lot of transitions or something like that there in the past would be like okay in two seconds you decide that that that's not going to work and you change it when it's like this you sort of just accept it you know and i i think i think there's a couple things that maybe would have been different if this song was done in the studio i'm still happy i think we're all happy with how it turned out uh, and but that, like I said, that's what makes it unique. You know, that's it is what it is with this song. It was all done separately and it came together. Awesome. And I like I said earlier, I think the song sounds great. So I think uh, even though it was done remotely, I don't think that affected things at all here. So, of course, the track releases in a few days after when we're actually recording this interview. So I have to ask with it being so soon to the release date of this song, what is the excitement like to finally almost have this debut 90 foot stone track out into the world? 
It's extremely exciting. We've been, you know, this song came together pretty quick in the last year, but we have others that will be released at some point. We've been working on them for, for a couple years now, and it's been a long process, and we've never had anything released by this, this uh, collaboration of artists. And, yeah, for me, it's extremely exciting. For the whole time, it's like, we think this sounds good, but is anyone going to like it? Are they going to think it sucks? We don't know. So it's been really cool to make the music, but I think getting to the point of releasing it, it's a new level of excitement for me. I've never had my own music be released before. So this is, yeah, probably the most exciting part of the project is getting to this point. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's another side of the music business that sometimes people don't necessarily, um, when they're writing the music, they don't think about the those first songs. How do you make sure that they get out into the world, that they have the opportunity to get feedback, to get in front of the listener? So how are you going about sort of making sure that 90 Foot Stone can hit the ground running with this new single here? Well, I think with this, this song was created in my mind to capture what 90 Foot Stone is in one song. So we had other songs that we all were happy with, and I think they're really cool songs, and I hope that uh, people enjoy them when they do come out. But I wanted to be able to create one song that really captures the sound of 90 Foot Stone in one song. So that is the inspiration behind this song. That's what I, this, my whole idea behind the song when I was writing it. I wanted something that's catchy, catches your attention and keeps you interested the whole time. Sort of something that's straight to the point. You know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't drag on. It just keeps you interested the whole time. And I think it's going to give us the best chance to to put us out there with this song. And like I said, that is the intention is, you know, we want people to know what's to come by listening to this song. Okay, so choosing this specific song was very deliberate then. Yeah, I mean, I wanted this song to be our first single and be that. We didn't know how good it was, if it was going to be good or not, until it was done. So the intention ended up becoming, you know, what I wanted it to. But we didn't, you know, you never know until the song is done and you've uh, put the final stamp on it. You were just putting it out into the universe before then, where I was like, oh, it was, sure would be nice. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, of course, you mentioned that there is going to be more 90 foot stone coming down the way here soon as well. More songs already created on here. So what exactly does the future hold? What can you tell us without giving away too much of the magic? Well, right now it's all steam ahead, just writing more music. So we will have more stuff coming out in the new year. Uh, We're going to have another single. We'll have an EP and then we'll have a part two. So we're going to, Everything right now, I feel like the last few years has been a process of just finding what the sound is. And now that I have that, um, we have a good foundation to build on. So I'm trying to just capture the creativity we have rolling right now. And it's going to be just moving forward, writing more music. So there'll be a lot more to come. Okay. So I have to ask, you don't have to tell, but with the upcoming music too, are we going to see a lot more of the guest features type of uh format here is that sort of how 90 foot stone plans to move forward it could yeah i think we have the way that it's done it gives us the opportunity to bring in other artists and that's really exciting i think 
everyone that's on it right now, we're, we're so happy with it. And the music is turning out, turning out really well. Um, but we are certainly com- heavily considering bringing in other people. And uh, I think that's going to be sort of the unique part of 90 foot stone is that you will see a revolving door of musicians. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, that makes me excited to uh, how the live show will work too. It's uh makes me very, very interested, but of course the world is still returning to live. So I'm sure that that's something that you will be uh, figuring out down the road here. Yeah, we still have some time yet to figure that one out. <laughs> well, either way, when it does happen, hopefully I can find myself inside of one of those crowds rocking out here to this new music, specifically this amazing new track out of my head. I have had a blast so far chatting today here, Austin. I have one last question, though. Are you ready for it? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. So, of course, we've talked about the uh, growth of building into this song, its creation, finally having it ready to get out into the world, finally getting 90 foot stone out into the world. But what I would like to know is through this process, through this time, how has it helped you, Austin, grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? I think the whole thing in terms of being a musician is, you know, when I first started this, I didn't really know if I was someone that was made for that. And I think working with the people that I've been able to work with, I'm so fortunate to have the opportunity to work with them. I've learned so much about what it takes to be a musician and overall musicianship. And I think, um, I think it working and doing this project has really crafted my, my skills and, and what I can do. Um, and has certainly affected who I am as a person. It, it gives me, it changes my mindset on, on my outlook, my outlook on, uh, on my future and my life overall sort of allows you to know just what exactly is uh possible hey absolutely that's exactly it hey well i am very excited to see what the future brings you as well and i want to thank you so very much for joining us here today on the desert tiger podcast thanks so much for having me i really appreciate it Oh, Ambush, thank you for checking out this conversation, this interview here with Austin from 90 Foot Stone. And you can go ahead and check out 90 Foot Stone's brand new debut single, Out of My Head, over on your favorite music streaming service right now. When you're there, hit follow because you heard from Austin himself. There's more new music coming your way. You can also go ahead and follow 90 Foot Stone on your favorite social media platforms as well to stay up to date with what the band has going on. Oh, yeah. And with that, I need to go ahead and give Austin a final roaring DTP. Thank you for joining us here on today's episode. I need to thank the amazing Laura from over at Strut Entertainment for setting this interview up. I need to thank German from YPEditor.com for being the audio wizard master that he is. And one last time, we need to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on into this episode of the show. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the DTP, and you can also help us by sharing this episode 
giving us a five-star review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and by heading on over to DesertTigerMerch.com and copying yourself something to represent and support the show. And we have those brand new DT2 mech style crewnecks over on the web store right now. And they're oh so comfy. It's DesertTigerMerch.com. With that, it's about time we say our bye-byes. But not before I tell you to go out and find your roar. And then do what? Let it on out into the world. And until next time, ham. Bye-bye. And stay beautiful. The Desert Tiger Podcast.